Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Today I have a couple of announcements for you guys, and I need your feedback. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel, helping new hunters get started and bringing new insights to all hunters. Guys, I have a couple of announcements for you today, some news, development, events, but then there's also something that I want your feedback on that I've been chewing on and pondering and mulling over for a while. But first things first, I need to let you guys know if anybody is local in the Western PA area, I will be presenting at the new USA International Sportsman Show and Outdoor Travel and Recreation Show at the Monroeville PA Convention Center on Saturday, February 18th at 4 p.m. They have graciously invited me to come and to do a full session on 10 Secrets of Waterfowl Hunting Ammunition. So I'm going to be taking things that I have gleaned from 27 ballistics gel and pattern tests and copious hours of research that I've just put in and multiplied and done all kinds of stuff around. And I'm going to be presenting on that information, doing a full session with Q&A at the end. So if you guys are local... If, if you're in the area, I'll be around most of the afternoon there. It's at 4 p.m. Again, that is February 18th on a Saturday. Come out. It's going to be great. Number two thing I want to let you guys know about. In the last year, I have really put a lot of effort and a lot of energy into building out the written arm of the New Hunter's Guide. Of course, we got the podcast right here. You're listening to it. You know about it, obviously. And then we've got the YouTube channel. You probably watch that also. If not, you definitely need to check it out because there I can show things that are hard to talk about, do tests and reviews and field tests and ammo and all those kinds of things. But I've also been working on the blog on the website. 
I have been writing articles, lots of articles, written reviews, information articles, all sorts of different things in order to provide more in-depth written resources, right? You know, sometimes you want to know about something, but maybe you don't want to listen to an hour podcast on it and you want to just scan something, read through it, you know, consume it at an easier pace or in another channel or however you do research or want to learn things. So I've got all kinds of feature-length articles and reviews posted. I mean, I've dug deep into, you know, number one, how to get started hunting as as an adult. I've covered topics like how do you hunt deer on small properties? How do you hunt turkeys without decoys? All kinds of different things and serious in-depth reviews about things that I have tested and used and am passionate about. You know, if you've listened long enough, you know I never do negative reviews. I just don't have time for that. And something that doesn't work good for me may indeed work for somebody else. But when I use something and I really like it and I feel passionate about it and I want to do a review on it, I really try to go in depth and give more detail than anybody else on the internet is giving. And that can be a bit challenging to do in a podcast. I don't do a whole lot of reviews via podcast. I do some via YouTube, and I've been doing more via the blog. And so between articles and reviews, and you just go to the website, newhuntersguide.com. You can go to the the top menu bar. You'll see a drop-down menu of reviews. You'll see a drop-down menu of articles. And I am regularly adding, have been for about a year at this point. And I mean, when I say some of this stuff is serious, I mean, 2,000, 3,000 word articles and reviews really going in depth, trying to look at things from different angles and just not do what everybody else on the internet is doing. You know, I did a YouTube video recently about how you can't trust reviews if you can see that the tags are still on the product that they're reviewing, because this happens all the time. People buy stuff, they do a quote review on it, and then they just put it back in the box and take it back and get their money back so they can make a video or make a podcast episode or write up an article. But it's obvious they've never used it. They've never hunted with it. They've got no first-hand experience. They have no first-hand insights. They're just regurgitating everything else they've read on the internet. And so I hate that, don't want to see that. So I'm trying to go the opposite direction and give you guys insights and information that nobody else is, is writing about or going in that kind of depth about. So I definitely want to encourage you guys go ahead, check out the website, check out are the articles and reviews that are there. I'm regularly adding to them. If you subscribe to my newsletter on the website, you will automatically get an email every time a new one is posted. It just happened. I don't do a thing. I've got it all set up. It's automated. They just go out every time a new article posts, which has been once every couple weeks at this point. I mean, they're pretty in-depth and we got a podcast and a YouTube channel to keep up on. So check that out though. I think there's great stuff there for you and for you to share with other people. Maybe they don't listen to podcasts, but they'll read an article. You know, maybe they don't, they're not into, you know, jumping on YouTube, but they'll read a written review or something like that. So head there, check it out. Now to the big thing that I want to talk to you guys about today and I want your feedback on. I've had a number of of you guys approach me and say, hey, George, why don't you open a Patreon account? And I've looked at that. I've pondered it. I've researched it a couple times over the years. And I'm just not a big fan 
of doing that. I just, you know, to me, the idea of begging people for money on every episode and every video and on and on, I just hate that. I don't want to do that. I don't want the show to become that. I've seen other people do it, you know, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, I wish they would just stop. And I've seen it done tastefully too, but at the same time, I'm like, ah, I really would rather that not happen. But it keeps coming up. And YouTube recently released a feature that they call Super Thanks. And, you know, right down next to the subscribe button, you can push the thanks button and you can basically leave a tip or give a gift. You know, here's five bucks, here's whatever, you know, just as a, as a tip or a gift to the, to the channel or to the creator. And I thought when they did it, oh, okay, great, this solves that problem. I don't need to think about this anymore. I don't need to address this anymore. You know, that's, that's open and shut. But then I found out some of you guys were very generous and, and, you know, made a couple of gifts through that. And what I learned was that YouTube really is keeping so much of the money that it started to make me upset. You know, I know that every time somebody gives an online transaction of any kind, right, there's a processing fee, there's settlement charges, there's all sorts of things, you know, anywhere from three to 5% of any online traction is just being eaten up in those kind of fees instantaneously. And I'd assume YouTube is going to keep another 5% or another 10% just as their cut for making it easy for this to happen. What I found out was YouTube keeps 30% of those fees. And in addition to the 30%, they charge you for payment and processing and transaction tax and miscellaneous fees. And they don't even tell you what those are. And what it ended up being is that YouTube keeps almost half. I mean, literally on one transaction, I got 51% of what was given. And I was like, wait, what? And, you know, that just that just drives me crazy. Like, you know, I, I've been involved with nonprofits and nonprofit management and fundraising for, oh man, 10, 11, 12 years at this point. And, uh, you know, anytime somebody gives a gift, that gift should be used for whatever it was designated for. And there are certain policies in different places and laws in certain areas of how much you have to use towards whatever it was designated for and so on. And, you know, the organizations are, you know, it's perfectly acceptable for them to keep a small percentage for operating costs in certain situations. And you go on and on and on with that. But then to see like, okay, the, 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 the platform is going to keep almost 50% of what somebody gives. Now, you know, you guys work, you've got jobs that, you know, you work for that money. And, you know, then to think, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, I want to give something to somebody. And then to find out that the payment processing platform is keeping almost 50% of it. To me, that's just irritating. And so when I learned that, I was like, oh, this is just gross. Like, I can never ask anybody to use that feature. I don't even want to let people know that feature exists now that I know the truth of it, I'd rather you not give me money than 50% of your money go into the black hole of YouTube as if YouTube needs more money. And I'm like, these are not trans. I mean, these are not purchases. This is not advertising. This is just people giving money to creators on YouTube. And 
I was just like, this is terrible. Like it just should not be this way. And so that has been making me reconsider opening a Patreon uh, account. And I'm like, you know, if, if people want to, if they want to support the show, if they want to support the channel, uh, you know, that is at least that way, the, the vast majority of your funds actually go to what you want them to do, as opposed to getting soaked up by a platform. And you can easily give micro gifts. You know, if you give a, a $3 gift or something, I think it's something like 85 to 90% of it goes to the person that you're you're making that gift to. And so it makes it super easy to like give $3 monthly gifts and things like that, micro gifts. And uh, I was just like, you know, I don't want to do that. I don't really want to do it. I, don't, I definitely don't want to beg for money on every episode. I have to come up with some sort of just tasteful way to let people know that's available. But I really would like to get your guys' feedback on it. I, I mean, I think... I'm just trying to navigate this and figure it out. I think it applies more to YouTube maybe than the podcast, but you really can't make a YouTube video about this because you know, it just doesn't work. It doesn't go anywhere. YouTube suppresses it because you're talking bad about YouTube. And so um, I'm looking for your guys' feedback here. One cool thing that it would do is give a good platform or system to allow Patreon supporters to be able to have input and give feedback on, okay, what kind of videos do we do next? What kind of tests do we do next? What kind of things do we cover next on the podcast? You know, I can I could put out a poll for, you know, here's a couple ideas. Which ones would you guys like to see next? And do things like that so you can have some feedback and some input into the creative process and things like that. So it could become sort of a a cool community for that kind of a thing. But I don't know. People say, well, George, why why does that matter? You know, what's the deal there? Well, all this stuff costs money, particularly YouTube. It all costs money. And you'd think the ads would make you enough money to pay for everything. And yeah, I thought that for a time too. Um, but, you know, I recently released a video and... It did really good. It got thousands of views right off the bat. It was a test video with two different kinds of ammo. At the time, it was one of the best performing videos that I had put out. And then I got the the numbers back and YouTube paid me, I think, $5 for the video at the end of the day. And I was like, $5 doesn't even cover the cost of the paper that I shot in the video right? Let alone the reactive targets that you put on top of the paper, let alone ammunition and camera equipment and things like that. And I'm like, ah, this is, this is just upside down. And so I've been trying to find some other way in order to, to do that. You know, the channel's not quite big enough yet to go after sponsors, at least not in the traditional sense. I don't have any stuff to sell. I don't plan on printing merchandise. You know, when your organization is called the New Hunter's Guide, it's also not a great organization to develop merchandise for, right? And who wants to wear a ball cap that says New Hunter's Guide? Me. I'm probably the only person on planet Earth, right? That Nobody else wants to wear anything that says New Hunter on it. Um, it's just so, you know, merch is not an option, even if I wanted to go down that route, at least not the way things stand presently. So I've been trying to figure out some other way. I want to upgrade my equipment. I want to upgrade cameras, 
you know, want to do other things. Hey, I'd like to actually, you know, someday get some, have money and make money and put it in my pocket and go do something um, that's not related to the channel. But I'm just looking at different avenues like, okay, how do you do this? And uh, so this came back up after I found out that the super thanks option is pretty much, it's, it's not even a dud, it's worse than a dud. It's just basically funding YouTube, which I am not a big fan of. So guys, I'd really like to hear your opinion, what you think, what your thoughts are, how you think that could be something that's tastefully integrated occasionally into the content. Um, you know, you can reach me at the newhuntersguide.com, go to the contact page. Every time you submit the form, it comes straight to me. I read every single one. You can go to Facebook and find me on the New Hunters Guide Facebook group or page. You can go to YouTube, comment on any video, or you can even contact me by email directly through YouTube's about page for the channel. You know, there's literally half a dozen ways you guys can reach me. And so I'd just love to hear from you. Would love your feedback. What do you guys think about the Patreon thing? And if you're going to be out in Monroeville on the 18th and you want to come to the show, stop on by. I'd love to see you. And of course, check out those blog posts. Thank you guys so much for listening. Till next time, God bless you and go get them in the woods.